that discomfort that you're smiling when it's coming up, you just like sit, yeah. you're like, we need, we need you to process yeah. through that because you've created this massive thing that literally got here just because you were you, you were being you and it just blew up and life is trying to give you the money and you're like, nope, we got to do it this way, this way. So you just got to be like, we'll take it okay. whatever way it comes in. Welcome to the Do the Impossible podcast. I'm your host, Jason Drees. Don't forget to join me every Monday for my 20-minute mindset alignment call. Go to mondaymindsetreset.com to get a sign-up link for yourself every Monday at 10 a.m. Central. On today's episode of the Do the Impossible podcast, I have Nelson Lynn with me, and it's been fun being friends with Nelson because he has done some amazing things recently. He's the founder of the subtle Asian real estate community that is over 20,000 members, you know, which I believe started in, in a freezing basement in the cold Chicago and it's grown over 20,000 members. He's also helping his mom open a restaurant in Austin. He's doing a lot of cool things. Nelson, how are you, man? Good. I'm glad to be on the podcast. And, uh, and I, uh, I'm uh, in California right now because that's where the bulk of our community is. And so I'm uh, doing a tour, uh, just hitting up our little meetups. And it's always exciting to like send an email out and have 40, 50 people show up. So. That is cool. Yeah. Like I see you bouncing all over. I thought I saw you in Florida on a, also on a camping yep. trip. Yep. Um, and it's also nice just to run away from the restaurant uh, for a little while. <laughs> it's been very grueling. We've been slammed like lines for the last week or so. So. Well, that's good. It's got business, right? Yeah. Fantastic. Well, yeah. congrats on the, on the, on the successful launch. So what should we talk about today for coaching? What do you, what could you use some coaching on? I think, uh, our main business, uh, for Asian real estate has been, uh, I've been trying to figure out more or less how to execute in a down market. Our group is very real estate focused, but we're still very interactive. We're still very close, at least for the main core group, uh, mm -hmm. based on our KPIs that we can see, uh, Typically, there's around a thousand or to two thousand people who are actively engaging consistently, who show up to events and whatnot. Mm -hmm. uh, but on our KPIs, it shows like fifteen thousand who interact with the social media on a month-to-month -month basis out of the twenty-something thousand. Okay. And so, uh, you know, that's still pretty high for interactivity, in my opinion. To have still like a thousand-ish people who um, are concurrently going out to our meetups or uh, attending events, but uh, the idea is like, do we grow bigger? Because we haven't really done any advertising outside of the group and whatever the algorithm blesses us with. But also, how do we make it so the culture doesn't get um, diluted by growing too quickly? Okay. So you do you want to grow? Uh, we do want to grow. Yes. Okay. Uh, at the end of the day. And you also like the culture of it we yeah the culture is a big part of uh, why i think people keep coming back how did you create this culture in the first place uh mostly through memes uh the <laughs> the demographic uh of our group is uh largely asian east west coast college educated finance medicine or um whatever their parents force them into like engineering and so they tend to have high w-2 incomes but uh, their parents, if they were to invest in real estate, a lot of them would buy cash, for example. And so there's very little financial education in that. 
you don't really have a rich uncle that owns like a thousand units so you could just ask and so the group came together because we became each other's rich uncles to some degree where we would give each other advice uh, tax you know information and um, the culture came from the fact that we love to share and we want to help pull each other up uh, because the super majority of us are either direct immigrants or uh, the first generation of Americans from those immigrants who came to the U.S. Okay. All right. So you want to go bigger. You've got a culture you've created, very specific niche. You know it really well. That's your situation. So what do you want coaching on? Pretty much how are people growing in a down market? Uh, either our headcount or just like attending events. Because the people who keep showing up now are the ones who are real estate professionals. Um, we used to have a lot more people who were curious or lurking. And it seems like a lot of those members are now taking a step back now that the market has shifted, right? And the people who are committed, they're still going to come out. Um, at least that's what we've noticed. And so the question is, how do we keep growing that contingent or how do we... Um, create programming so that they want to keep coming out you know the real estate professionals real estate professionals or turning our existing um group from lurkers into more active uh, participants what would that what would that mean if they were more active ideally they would actually come out to a meetup event or one of our big national events like uh, whether it's a camping trip or a field trip somewhere okay Okay. Does, does it matter if they're doing re, if they're real estate investors or not? Honestly, not really. Um, it's like the community driven aspect of it is what matters. And we've already been stepping back a little from just real estate only anyways, and mm -hmm. talking about general finance um, and other things that affect uh, people in our uh, niche. So what is the, is that is that one of the primary problems you're trying to 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 solve right now? Like in, engagement, is that how you'd say that? Engagement, and then you know how much do we dilute if we and then yeah, pretty much yeah, engagement, engagement and enrollment. Those are like the two things we're trying to figure out. It's harder when the market's down, you know. So is it? I I don't know. I feel like it is. Um, our user growth numbers have slowed down. So the KPIs that we normally track, uh, like new members have decreased, even though engagement is still around the same. Uh, okay. So what, do you, what are you, are you tracking, looking at like total numbers or like, what's the metric total members? Um, so Facebook has, uh, and Instagram, all these sites have now like a way to track and our KPI was originally number of members. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, the other way we track is through our CRM. So if they go mm -hmm. to an event, they have to check in and that's how we make sure that they actually attended and went out to a large event. Um, between that, our conference and uh, these in-person events, that's like a success metric of like getting somebody to actually come out. Okay. And why do you want it to grow? I think uh, the mission, at least what we're trying to do is a lot of the people, at least from our background, they don't know what's they are doing and without a community to push them, they won't really want to do it either. And so 
we had a lot more people show up initially when times are good because it was uh, very evident that you can't really do this alone. And so we would like to maintain the culture, but then part of that maintenance of culture and uh, retention also drives our bottom line revenue, right? Mm -hmm. And so that way you can support the group, make it sustainable and keep growing from there. I also run a syndication business. So now a lot of these people are also now um, funnels to my uh, real estate syndication. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it'd be nice to retain the membership, but also get more people who are active because usually the people who invest are ones who come to an event, see what it's about. And that's how we usually build the, the trust with each other. Okay. So your problem you're trying to solve is engagement because you're operating under the perception that it's down this year. Enrollment is down. Yes. Engagement is down. Well, everything yeah. is down the first quarter because people froze. Like first quarter, people were yeah. frozen. What happened last month? Last month, I've been seeing hot, like obviously like more increases um, for sure. But uh you know, even the increases are slower than they've been in the past. So, okay, yeah. Well, because real estate has been taking a hit, investors pretty have pretty big one, pretty yeah. big. Well, big one, small one. There, it is different now. There are still people making money. Now, right. if we put aside Q one, you know, April start is is up, right? April is higher than Q one, probably. True. Yeah. So May is yeah. probably still on an upward trend. And are you sure that you actually have an enrollment problem or an engagement problem? That I'm not sure of. I just want to increase it because when I say the numbers out loud, we have like a thousand something active members out of 20,000. Mm -hmm. It seems hard that we only have 5% of the community that's the most active, five to 10. And then the rest of it, of the community just stays in the background and um, I guess they kind of tried to watch what the active portion does. And I feel like we could bring in more of those lurkers into the active community. If you were generating more revenue out of the active members, would it matter how many total members there were? Probably not. So it's definitely revenue uh, portion as well. Yeah. So are there other ways you can draw additional revenue from the current members yes and a lot of it involves actually buying more real estate together as a community mm -hmm. and so um that is kind of what this trip is for at the moment mm -hmm. um so in order to maintain uh, the group and have more sustainable income that isn't related to just membership and enrollment yeah. that membership and enrollment is now hopefully investing with us in funds and then we're using a portion of that to sustain the community uh events and resources mm -hmm. and all that other all that other uh, uh all that other stuff that helped us grow and uh, okay. keep us fed yeah because i i'm what's the most exciting area for you to focus on but you know regardless of needing to kind of run the business like what part do you, do you enjoy the most and is the most fun the community aspect for sure um i love coming out to these events you know i'm flying out and i'm hitting three cities uh, in California. And I uh, find that to be the most fruitful part of what we're doing. Um, in particular, when I go to an event, someone says, hey, this actually changed my life when I went on an event last year. Yeah. That is what makes us excited. That's what makes us want to keep doing what we're doing. So, and is it, cool. isn't that how you got here? 
Yes. Yes, it is. So, so are you currently doing what you did to get here? Um, yes, but, uh, doing what we did to get here initially, we grew a lot with that and now it feels a little less growing, I guess. Um, even though we're doing the same thing that that's kind of what I'm okay. concerned about. Okay. Are you going to solve it? Uh, we hope to. The thing is the existing membership is like, no, this is great. You know, what we have here is awesome. And I just want to share that with more people though. Okay. Fair, fair. Um, I don't know if 5% of your Facebook group as paid members is actually bad. Like what's the, what's the, what do the active members pay? What's their cost of that? Uh, so they mostly pay for events. We don't, uh, have like a recurring charge yet or mm-hmm. any sort on the membership. And we've figured that, um, there, there's this, uh, person, Alex Formosi, I don't know if you've heard of him. Mm-hmm. We were thinking about how do we grow our goodwill faster or our mm-hmm. revenue faster? And it seems like every time we take more revenue, it garnishes from the goodwill portion and goodwill grows a lot faster through word of mouth from our experience. And so, um, that to us has been something that's been working. Uh, but every time we take revenue, it feels like we're cutting from the other, uh, the goodwill thing that we've been banking on. And, um, and so we're trying to figure out, are there ways to generate revenue without making it seem like an interaction that is a transaction, right? So we back in a lot of our revenue. Uh, we take referrals, uh, from, uh, people that are successful, um, that successfully execute. We take sponsorships, uh, we take, um, you know, conference tickets, but people feel like that's a worthy transaction because they went to an event and et cetera. And so uh, I think part of it is our value proposition is back-ended. So it doesn't feel like our costs are high in terms of the barrier to entry to our group. And so within the active community, they'll pay for events that we run. That keeps us funded in a lot of ways, um, but we want something that doesn't ostensibly feel like we're extracting value immediately. And uh, the Asian community in particular, that's college educated, they're very sensitive to the, the dollar value yeah. amounts. But if you're back ending the value, the perception of value on the front end is lower. Or we're back ending the revenue extraction. Back ending the revenue. But because one thing I've noticed um, from, from being around the, the subtle Asian real estate is I, I've noticed almost a, and I may be wrong, but almost like a resistance to charge. Yes. <laughs> and I, 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 my hallucination is that that resides within you and your team and not necessarily within the audience. Because this started out as a community thing. It started out as a meetup thing, but it grew into something that started to be impactful and transform lives. Yes. And one I, I get I right now you have an immediate probably source of probably ten to fifty thousand dollars a month that you could get prob out of a thousand members probably in sixty days. Really? Yep. Ten to fifty thousand. Okay. Probably probably recurring with an elite client group. We were thinking about that as well, yeah. Because it when just, you did, uh, yeah. Uh, it's, we don't know how to do that. <laughs> well well, okay, but so, um, 
the financial mindset of yourself and the collective of your leadership team is going to, the business will match that financial mindset level. Okay. Now there are, there are patterns culturally in different cultures around money. Absolutely. But at the same time, people who are willing to grow and expand invest in themselves. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing there's some people that don't go that far because they're just free meetups where if it was a paid service, it would be more clear more specific on the value because the higher the dollar proud higher the price tag the higher the perception of value right right so my hallucination and my business coaching experience is telling me that the reason it stopped growing is because it's time for you to pivot and the and what that's probably going to take is probably all of you looking at what the mission is and how you serve your clients and if you're unwilling to receive money for the services that you're offering, you're you're not in a balanced exchange, and the business won't grow because because energy money is the medium of exchange between service and value. So, if 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 we're like, oh, it's free, it's free, it's free, okay, then whereas you say, hey, we you, it's free, go to the meetups are free, the events cost tickets, but you also have a thousand people right now who've given you money before they've liked you. And I guarantee there's probably at least 50 that would invest more money to be around you and learn. Like if you're running a successful syndication, you're, there's people in there that would invest more. You could probably get 50 people to pay you a thousand dollars a month for an elite mastermind in 30, 45 days. So we've actually started that at the moment, but we back ended it in a way that uh, is like, you have to invest a hundred in our next fund and 10 K of that is your deposit. You can get it back within 30 days, but beyond that, if you cancel and you don't invest with us, 300,000, we collect the 10. So that's our initial first batch. And um, we've had a lot of people drop out. It went from 15 to nine. And so we're like, okay, is there something wrong? How do we tune it? And so well, that's you're, been you're asking our, for a hundred, you're asking for a hundred grand. That's why. Yeah. I'm saying ask for a grand. Okay. <laughs> a month. Okay. A grand a, a month. A grand a month. Okay. Because you get a grand a month, you get 40 people in there, you make a mastermind community, you could do Zoom calls, you do a private group, you can do special events. Then you could do specialized events that cost a little bit more, but they're more intensive because the game, the players right. are higher. So it's basically you're providing the higher and and the reason it costs more is because that's a bear that's a qualifier. Mm. Because when you're in a room of people of membership that everybody's paying a thousand dollars a month you're going to have this level of commitment and success if you have somebody paying five thousand dollars a month you're going to have an even higher level group right if you have if you have free you're going to get the equivalent of that but right there that's the low-hanging fruit now trying to fund the syndication is great but like you tried it you got nine people out of a thousand that have a hundred grand, but there's people there. There's a lot. My guess is you probably have hundreds of people, hundreds who want to be able to give you a hundred grand, but can't, and they want to be in that. So you basically went from the level of the entire community to yeah. the super elite level. Yeah. Yeah. You need to go to the middle first. Okay. Build, build the second layer. And then with yeah. the second layer, then when, then when you've got 50 people paying you $1,000 a month, then you pull out 10 people paying you 100. So the 100 is uh, meant to be an investment in the product. They're not, it's like, a, it, it felt, 
it was a way for us to try to back end it again, which was like, uh, so uh, I understand. Uh, yeah. you have, it's your way of getting money without feeling like you're taking money. Yes. <laughs> so the, 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 it's the thing that's going to help you get through this is like the, those fans want to give you money. Right. And if you're not accepting it, they're unwilling to get value out of you because it's an exchange. I see. So, so your homework assignment, there's a book okay. called, called, and I'll send a text to you after it's called love money. Money loves you. <laughs> okay. And, and, right. and just listen to it and, and it will tr and make your entire team listen to it because it will okay. transform the life. But, you know, and I, I do respect and appreciate the values and the integrity and the, uh, that you're aligning this business with. I do a hundred percent. You're like, we create this. We wanted to make it accessible. We wanted to do that. And the way we add more value is to make this business profitable. And the only way for the business to be profitable is to make money, to receive money. So yeah. there are the people. Now you you start receiving more money in the business. Now you can you can serve a thousand people at events. You can serve fifty at this super elite event, and then you could bring in all these cool speakers and stuff for them, and do your fun stuff. And then you've got money that you could bring sponsorship people there because now you've got money, extra money to, to help with. Yeah. But the system has to the system has to generate. So yeah. you need to sit that discomfort that you're smiling when it's coming up. You just like sit. Yeah. You're like we need we need you to process yeah. through that because you've created this massive thing that literally got here just because you were you. You were being you, and it just blew up. And life is trying to give you the money, and you're like, nope, we got to do it this way, this way. So you just got to be like, we'll take it okay. whatever way it comes in. Got it. <sighs> yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I do need to do it that way. So it's it's hard, uh, like you said, because sometimes I still feel like even a thousand a month is like, what is our value that we provide for a thousand a month? Because at the end of the day, they are trying to extract their own value. And so if I can get 50 people to agree to it, great. But then what can I offer? For a thousand a month that makes it feel worthwhile without having an initial group or people who are already there that are providing that exchange that people are getting money out of hypothetically essentially so well the value the the meaning of the, the value is comes from the client not you you can tell them that but the value is their perception of it and the, the and simply is you do what you do and this is what it costs because focusing from the value-based point of view is also a scarcity model too. Mm -hmm. Because if, if we look at your expertise, you know, you've been in GoBundance, you've built a big community, you've got real estate, you've got a syndication, like you could be coaching people at $2,000 an hour in real estate, right? You could be. So, sure. so, so, so the, the number that you want to charge is the number that excites you. Because okay. would you be excited if they were paying a thousand dollars a month, or would you be excited if they were spending two fifty, or would you be excited if they were spending three thousand a month? It's true. Because, like, when I've had my coaching rates go up over time, the amount that my level of excitement scaled upward. And you could say okay. that was greedy, but at the same time, it's not greedy. It's like it's an it's a level of impact, right? Like if I'm doing a Zoom call for 150 people, I'm energized. If there's 20, I'm like asleep. 
because it's an exchange. So it's like, that's life telling me that that's where I need to be. And, and you don't, and, and if they, remember there's an 80, 20 rule, right? 20% of the audience is going to bring 80% of the revenue. Right. So if you need help coming up with a model for, if you need help with a model, like literally you go get an account on circle, that's 90 bucks a month. And then you just do a, do a weekly call and there's your pro. And then you could bring in, you could do a mastermind. You could do it, work through a deal. You could talk through financing. You could bring in an expert who's done this, boom, 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 boom. It's that simple. Then you create a podcast where you're just interviewing, talking about Asian real estate and families and that you're, and then it continues to grow. I think you have a good point. That's because uh, I've actually been exploring circles as the model for retaining people afterwards because mm-hmm. they've committed 10K, for example, and that's a one-time charge. And the idea is if I can retain them afterwards, it would then be some sort of recurring monthly charge to keep us afloat. And uh, you're right. The number we need is we only need like eight or nine people really to sustain it enough that I can pay my co-founder to quit her job. You know, so, but you're, but you're still thinking too small. Like you should be at <laughs> three quarters of a million of revenue a year or more. Right. It should be like, cause you've got we a thousand million last year, by okay, the way, good, just good. on alone uh, on the free portion and like the events and uh, referrals and sponsors. So you're absolutely right. We really should be pushing it to three quarters. Cause our goal this year was try to hit a million and we're probably not going to do that. Whoa, uh, no, no, no. We're, we're, we're it's gonna, only May. It's only May. It's only May. Don't, don't that's true. stop it now. Yes, that's true. So yeah, you've get, you get 50 people, thousand dollars a month. And we got, that's 50. We got six months left. That's 300,000 right there. Then you do, then you do an elite four day retreat. Yep. That's $5,000 a head for 10 people. That's 50,000. Like, they people want to do this stuff the value is there and one of the most challenging this actually been coming up a lot lately in the coaching calls i've had is that one of the most challenging parts of our success is believing it i agree i agree so like if you and your team want to talk to me i will happy to give you all a call and that's that's like the the audience is there they're there yeah we've been um bumping the idea around for so long. It's just hard to like put a foot on it because there's other things we're doing at the same time. And we always backburn it because we're like, that's somewhere off in the distance. But no, really it's because it's right. the most uncomfortable thing to work on. That's why yeah. you guys keep backburning <laughs> it. Like, let's be honest, right? So yeah, that that's, that's uncomfortable. And and then the way you make it sticky is you get a tight community and you build connections. And then you sure. can build on adding services, right? You can negotiate, hey, if you're part of the inner circle, this real estate firm gets you a discount on this, or you get this access to this prospecting tool, or you get access right. to this coaching thing or whatever, right? Like you build on, you use the power of the community to to provide supplementary services it's a value add then it gets stickier right we're already putting together yeah Yeah. Uh, like a like a directory of people for contracting services for example that's like a unique directory that other people can't access uh you you know stuff like that but take it as take it a step further the subtle asian real estate partner ecosystem and to be a part yeah. of that ecosystem, you have to be validated by three different people in the community and you pay a one-time $5,000 fee to get listed. No, I agree. So yeah, it's, that's... so I would also stop focusing on yourself. What do they want? What do they want? Yes. What would bring value? 
I guarantee there's, if we went to those a thousand people and say, would you be open to a recurring call three times a month? Yes. How do I sign up for that? Like right there. Yep. And, so. and, you, and, and all you have to do is focus on helping them. No, I, yeah, I agree. Okay. That's yeah, a little hard, but okay. Send me that book. I'm going <laughs> to read it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do a quick alignment. Okay. Okay. Re repeat after me. I take full ownership of the reality. I take full ownership of the reality. Where I have no resistance to making money. Where I have no resistance to making money. And I have no resistance to receiving money. I have no resistance to receiving money. Because I love helping people. Because I love helping people. And if I want to help more people. And if I want to help more people. I have to receive more money. I have to receive more money. Because that's how life works because that's how life works. It's an exchange. It's an exchange. So I no longer resist the exchange. So I no longer resist the exchange of services for money of services for money. I believe this 100%. I believe this 100%. <sighs> this, what if this is actually the fun part? Oh, wow. We can make a lot of money doing this. That's true. What if we and make a lot of money doing this? Yeah. It's yeah. Okay, Nelson. You good? Yes. I'm ready to tackle making money. So. <laughs> awesome. And there's people here that will help you just like me. So yep. thanks. Thanks for, uh, for showing up today for the, uh, the podcast. Thanks for being here. It was great. Uh, good luck with the restaurant. Yes. Um, and if anyone listening wants an experience of coaching, go to freeintrosession.com. I'm Jason Drees with the Do the Impossible podcast. I will see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Don't forget to go to mondaymindsetreset.com to sign up for my free Monday Mindset Alignment call that happens every Monday at 10 o'clock Central. I'll see you there.